and welcome to the J Train Podcast. J Train Jared Free coming live from the West Village of Manhattan every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this show. That's how it all works. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. They tell a friend, a sister, a brother, a mother, a sister, a papa, a mama, anyone with ears. And that's how we keep this rolling along. And we got. So many great emails today. I have a fantastic guest, an OKP that you know and love, and it's just a great fall week. We are in the fall. The world is blooming a little bit. I I, I feel a good, I don't know, something about fall in New York City really puts a little oots in my step, and I like that. And I said oots because we're taping this on Yom Kippur, so, you know, being very Jewish today. And listen, thank you to everyone who came to the New York City shows. I'm, I, we're taping this before, but I'm sure they were a blast and wonderful because that's home to me. Um, I got more shows coming up. I'm in Vegas right now. I'm going to Austin, Boston, New Brunswick, Buffalo. Go to jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com for all the ticket information. Also, uh, Patreon. We're doing... You know, I'm doing three extra podcasts a week for five bucks a month. And listen, I don't think you're going to listen to me seven, eight times a week. I'm doing eight podcasts a week. Yes, that's very embarrassing. I don't think you're going to do that. But here's what I am a podcast listener as well. I have, I am fans of shows as well. Yeah, stars. They're just like us. So I listen to many podcasts and I find myself always looking to switch it up. And that's what I like about the podcast choice, you know, the the Patreon that I'm doing. Three different podcasts that are totally different. We do one luxury lounge where it's just me reading the luxury lounge complaints. One more email, that's me taking one long email and reading it on the air. And then we do Coffee with J Train, which is me just opening up the notebook and getting involved. But listen, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, five bucks a month. Five bucks a month for three extra podcasts a week. I mean, I don't know how to make a better deal than that. So, very excited about today's guest. Um, an OKP, as I mentioned before. Original key player. He's back. Wonderful. Hilarious comedian. All of you need to go follow. Mateo Lane, thank you for coming back. Are you in the West Village? I am. I moved here. This is... Oh, wait. I'm, why did I not know? I'm also in the West Village. I could have just walked over to your house. You literally could have. I, I know where you are. I, I, I thought I told you I moved down here. I feel like I remember there. hearing that, but now I'm like, I don't know. I, I The older I get, the worse my memory is getting but i was like oh my god jared i could have just gotten coffee and walked over to your house i know and i don't have the equipment like honestly i only have we're so far into this pandemic weird time that i only have the equipment to tape a podcast this way over right. zoom <laughs> like i don't even have the ability I mean, for us to sit next to each other look it's it's nice to just be in my pajamas and to chat get off and go back to playing fortnite Right? I mean, you're doing a lot on Fortnite. What is Twitch? Can you explain? I, I, I assume the audience is as foreign to it as I am. Are you going on there? Are you making money from this? What? Uh... Yeah, I've been way less. So basically what it is, it's streaming while you play video games. So it's it's imagine this, right? But also playing video games at the same time and people are in a chat room. So they can chat with you while you play video games. It's like a long podcast that's live with video games happening. So Gro growing up, I love playing Madden with my friends in high school. And we did have a, a certain section of our friends were watchers and I never understood them. Like I was always like, why would you watch? Like, what, why don't you want to play? And they, so I, I do understand people liking watching the game, but I, I, I guess 
I only understand it because I've seen it in my life, and it's not something I enjoy. Have you? Do you watch other people play video games? Well, I used to grow up watching my cousin Michael. Because, you know, I always talk about all my cousins and I grew up in the same block, and we're all mm. the same age. And my cousins had Super Nintendo and a computer, so they we would we would all crowd around the computer and watch my cousin Michael play Doom. Which mm. I mean, back in Doom. my day, well, Doom I mean, was the first like bloody gory one, and it was scary. We'd all be around like, "Oh my god, Mike, run!" I mean, we like and so. And then a, a game that I loved was Super Metroid, which is one of my favorite games. And it is a game where every room you go into, I feel like ninety-five percent of your listeners are female, <laughs> and I have lost them. But um. Well, I I think this audience is as curious as I am as to why, like what this world is. And that's why I'm giving I'm asking about it. I think it's a it's a live podcast with video games. And to me, like I play Fortnite, it's communal. I play with friends. So like, you know, it's more funny. Like you watch videos of me and Yamanika or me and my friend Nick or Donnie. Like it's more about it's almost like sitting in and watching a TV show between four people that you really enjoy their company. You, it's listening in on the conversation in much like right. the way people are listening to us now. We're having a conversation. We were talking before. You just worked out. You're ready for a nap. Um, I told you I'm, I'm fasting today because of the holiday. I am drinking. I'm, I'm doing the Jewish thing where I'm like, I'll have a drink. You know, like, I, like I'm having like a, a lemon, hot lemon water to try and hold me over. Until the Ooh, end of this. I feel like the lemon would make you more hungry. It's citric, it's acidy, so it's like burning. So to it me, would, it's, it would. It's almost like a, a little bit of a meal. It's like a soup because it's hot. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So what's the difference then? So are you supposed to not have anything, or is it? You're like- supposed to not have anything, but Jews are really good at going. You tried. It was all, you know, like the thought that counts. So there's people right now that are probably like, I had breakfast, but now I'm good. You know, like and a lot of right. it's kind of my the thing I like about the Jewish religion the most is like rabbis will go, yeah, you did it in the best you could. They'll, they'll find a way to make you an OK person. So it's well, it's your like, relationship with it. I feel like Jews also collectively have been through so much that at this point, if you had a couple of eggs this morning, a rabbi is going to be like, you know what? We'll, we'll look uh, we'll look it over for you know I, I mean there, there is such a thing as a Shabbos goy which is when really God Orthodox bless you <laughs> thank you um, when when Orthodox or modern Orthodox people celebrate uh, Shabbat and they're not allowed to touch any buttons they'll have mm-hmm. a non-Jewish person over to That's do the right. buttons for them so it's like is there anything more not in like is there any more anything more like not in tune with like well, it, or acting like you're doing it's like ocd almost it's a little amelia bedelia you've taken the rules a little too seriously yes you know what i'm <laughs> saying like the fact that like i personally can't flip this light switch but i'm gonna have someone come do it for me i part of me thinks that in my mind the act of having someone else to go do it for you was still you acting yes you were consciously getting someone out like you were still turning that light switch down but you just had a little italian kid do it for you that's right the, the whole idea is that you're not supposed to do work and flipping a light switch is work to if flipping a light switch is work so is light nodding. switches didn't even exist when they yeah, wrote these rules exactly so wouldn't nodding at the non-jew be also considered work but i mean 
I guess you don't want to be the poop in the punch bowl. You don't want to go to someone's Shabbat and be like, this isn't real at all. It's like, well, then get the fuck out of here. You know, like you can't really call it out. <laughs> I just want to relive Yentl. I would like to be Barbara Streisand and Yentl <laughs> in a forest singing to a candle. Wouldn't just... we all? <laughs> so I'm going to eat. I've been eating kind of on a By the schedule way, I like i like this po- I, normally when we do the podcast it's very like fast paced you know you've got uh, this is well the side of jared this is the softer side of sears if if any if anyone's been following my instagram i received a note from a neighbor saying that they can hear my conversations very clearly i've been i've been i was kind of intimidated a little bit by the neighbor here so i'm trying to keep it down a little bit but I mean, I'm sure we'll get a little excitable at some point. I I I I had I posted the note on my Instagram, and then I wrote back, and we've gone back and forth. We're sending le- now. I have a pen pal, so <laughs> things. No, I like so, it. I think it's great. Listen, um, but I I want to tell you, I'm eating this this chef prepared meals for me to be healthy this week. Okay. So they're like they're like they're gonna give me dinner every night, and I just like and I feel like I'm eating kind of like a a Weight Watchers meal, but it's actually been really good. It has kept me full, and I've enjoyed it. So I'm gonna like that'll be my break the fast before I head to a show tonight. Okay, so I am I have hired a coach, and yes. she she has me. She I have to do everything. I weigh myself. She sends mm. me all my meals. Blah 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 blah. So she sends me meals. But she orders them. So her name is, if anyone's curious, her name on Instagram is Aria Shine. Okay, A-R-I-A I was like, what if we had the same one? No, she, but she, I have, I, everything's macro counted. Now I'm trying to gain weight. So I have to eat five meals a day and all of my meals are sent to me. I literally just got them. You can see the box, the green box right there. Yeah. Which I have to take to recycling. See, so my whole freezer is full. What's made it easier for me, and the, the person I'm dealing with, her name is Amanda underscore Dobbler. I'll probably share at some point, but I'm just trying it out for now. The thing I like about it is it takes decision out of the game. That's right. I don't think. I just do. Just do. So it's like what I've Very done with Very Shabbat the, of me. That's right. <laughs> that's a, so, I, so the whole thing was like with the nutritionist, she was like, just in the morning, have these eggs and then have a bar when you're hungry. And then I was getting to dinner and I was just like, all right, well, now we're off the map. And I'm like, let me see what would happen if I kind of contain dinner in a certain way. Does that make sense? What's the goal, I guess? For you, it's like, what are your long-term goals? My fit, goal you- is to fit well in a T-shirt. Okay. I want my... T- <laughs> They're very simple goals. Fit in a T-shirt. Um, when I take a shit, I want it to be one log. Um, I want What is it now? <laughs> Listen, we have days. Just a Jackson that Pollock. Just <laughs> spraying the back of the seat. Sorry to the people at the back uh, listening in. Um, <laughs> I I just I want very simple. Like I would like to just ten. But it, there's no goal. I wanted to be able. To, I want to not think about these things anymore. Like I want to go out to a dinner and feel good about the dinner instead of like being like, ugh, but I ate like shit the whole week. Like I want to be able to have a, like a drink of alcohol without feeling like I'm, you know. I've, 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 I don't deserve it. Is there a deserving feeling? Do you ever get that as? Well, or is that is that might be the most unhealthy thing I've ever said? There's probably a psychologist listening, being like, "Ooh, fuck." I, 
I mean, I, because everyone has different goals because I'm trying to gain weight. If I'm mm. off my, like yesterday I had pizza. Uh, I mean, I, I, but it's like, it won't do what I would do. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that you showed the you, you put up a before and the pic before and after picture yesterday. And it's like, we are two different. We're night and day. We're, we're doing two different things. A lot of people, and I know they're trying to get my goat, were saying, oh, it's just steroids. He did steroids, it's just steroids. I'm like, I, I actually, I am pretty, I get Botox. I hired a coach. Like, I'm pretty sure. open about everything that I do. I want to get that hair surgery. But I've never done steroids or testosterone or anything because it can, well, when I have bad kidneys, mm -hmm. so it's already bad enough that I'm on prep. And two, it messes up your vocal cords, which means I wouldn't be able to sing. And that would be horrible for the world. Like your your voice is a gift, and <laughs> if you lost it, that wouldn't even be. That's not just I'll be bad like, for you. I'll be like Ariel when she lost her voice. Just uh, wearing like that was me. In case people are wondering which one of us. Uh, so that listen, was rough. I'm so happy to have you back, Mateo. The the oh, audience loves you. you. I want everyone, and I love you. Everyone should go follow Mateo at Mateo Lane. Go follow. He's doing live shows. You got to go to Mateo's live shows. You got J Train stamp of approval. I mean, this is a ticket that you should buy twice. You're going to love it. That's why he's saving the singing voice. Let's do some emails because, you know, when you, when an OKP comes on, we can just bust through a bunch of things. We can jump right? in. All right, let yeah, me open up do my it. emails. Hold well, on. Don't, you know, we're going to get to that at the end. We'll do, so, oh, we'll do great, a few without. Great. Okay. Got it. How to, how to break up with a new friend, Jar oh. Jared. Big fan of the, your many podcasts. Yes, I have many. I recently moved to a new and very small city. Not even sure most people would call it a city from a major city. I'm being internet in, I am being intentionally vague so as not to hurt this person's feeling in case she listens. I didn't have many friends here and have been trying new activities and being especially outgoing to try and make to try uh, to make some. I met a girl a few weeks ago and we've now hung out a few times. I have nothing specifically bad to say about her, but I just don't see us becoming close friends and I never feel like I had an especially great time after we hang out. She is perfectly nice, appropriate, and socially aware, but we don't have much in common or a similar personal or professional background. She keeps reaching out to hang out, and I'm wondering how I can st uh, can start saying no. How I'm wondering how I can start saying no many times in a row without being mean or hurting her feelings. We've. We've also spoken about how neither of us have many local friends, and I've mentioned my excessive amount of free time, so it's not like I can really pretend I have other plans every night. Would love your advice on this. Mateo, I am bad at this. This is something I am admittedly, like the the idea of ending or a friendship, like I've never even had to do that. What do you think, Mateo? Um, I've had to end long-term friendships before, very, very that's few over my life, but that's different. That's different and almost easier because you're like, hey, I got 17 things that I've written up that you have let me down on. Like, you know, the I time is Yeah, you, you have a whole case written up. Um, it's um, this is this person who wrote this. It, I, I can empathize because I'm also a people pleaser. It sounds mm -hmm. like they are a people pleaser. I'm and the same way. That's right. And I think that she needs to remember that doing the right thing doesn't mean you'll make other people happy. So if this person is not, we're adults, okay? So we're not in high school. We only have so much space for people that we want in our lives, regardless of our free time. So if this person is not bringing you any joy, she's not sparking joy, Yeah. and you just, I mean, you can do two things. You don't have to call and be like, this isn't working. You can really just ghost away. 
I mean, I this is you, a perfect, you, yeah. This go. is an ignorable person. We can ignore yeah. them. And I agree with you. When you're a people pleaser, when you don't like people being upset with you, you can ignore them until they call you out. When they call you out, just be like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm so busy. We had just met. I have other relationships going on. You can answer that when they call you out. When they call you out, it's actually easier. Here's, here's what you need to do. And as a people pleaser and as someone who wants people to like them, you need to remind yourself of something Mateo just said. There's only so much time. There's only so much energy. And here's what you say to yourself. You say, you, you look in the mirror and you go, you just lived through a global pandemic. The world might end sooner than you think. Do you want to fake a smile for any minutes of the day? And then you look at yourself, you go, no, I do not. And then you don't answer them and you stop texting them back. That should make just you throw feel your, better. Just throw, throw your phone into the ocean. Yeah, listen. Then, you, then you'll never have to talk to them. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. I like this one. Dating advice. Hitting up a guy I dumped for my ex. I've been in and on. I've been in and out of. Uh, I've been in. This is a very difficult sentence to read. Listen to the sentence. Got it. Okay. I've been in and on and off relationship. Isn't that hard to read? Yeah. I have been in an off and off, on and off relationship with my best oh, friend. Oh, she should have started with off. Yeah, she, she had. In, yeah. I've been in an on and Oh, no, maybe it's on. I've been in an on uh, and off. Did she say on before? On maybe there should be a on? comma in there somewhere. Yeah, she said on and off. So how about... I have in an on, on and off relationship. A-N. She she could say I have an on and off relationship with my best friend for the last. She could take out been in. I'm, I already am exhausted by this person. Yeah, we hate them, but hope, hopefully they <laughs> hopefully they make a comeback because I have a I'm feeling. Kidding. They I'm okay. kidding. I'm kidding. I have been in an on and off relationship with my best friend for the past two and a half years. For about the first half of 2021, I started going on dates with other guys to try and move on. I was set up with a guy, we'll call him Chase, through a friend, and we went on four dates in May slash June. I definitely liked him and could tell he had feelings for me too. But in early June, he got uh, got a job opportunity at NYC. I live in San Francisco and told me he'd be moving across the country in a week. While I had been seeing Chase, things started going really well with my ex again. We were going on dates weekly, spending most weekends together as we were in the same friend group and hooking up. Before Chase told me he was moving, I was starting to feel like I needed to make a decision between the two of them since both relationships were moving in positive directions, and I didn't want to lead one of them on. Then, since Chase was moving, the decision was kind of made for me. Beginning of July, my ex and I made it official and got back together. Chase and I had still been texting, so I FaceTimed him to tell him that I got back together with my ex because I wanted to be respectful. Fast forward to now. My ex and I broke up, and this, it's time, and this time it's for good since he is going to, to also be moving to a different city in a few months. My question is, I'm going to be in NYC. Everyone she dates is just going to a new city. I think yeah. the common denominator is her. I mean, the, there is a, a witness protection program. <laughs> they're, they're all <laughs> got to go. <laughs> well, it's also her holding on to things and looking for an excuse for them ending other than maybe this isn't the right relationship. But she writes, my question I is, I'm going to talk be- to my mom about it, but my mom moved to, to <laughs> North, North 
Dakota. Then I tried talking to my dad about it, and, and we can't find him. My dog ran away. Um, my bo- <laughs> I'm just sitting here alone in my apartment. The the electricity's off too. Everyone just keeps leaving. <laughs> my- my As question I'm is, this, my computer's gone. <laughs> my question is, I'm going to be in NYC in October visiting friends, and I'm wondering if it would be wrong to hit up Chase to hang out and catch up. He still watches my Insta stories, likes my posts, and vice versa. Not sure if it would be worth it to reopen the door since we live across the country from each other. Also, not sure if that's a bitchy uh, that's bitchy of me to slide back after breaking things off with him for someone else. Though to be fair, did you I go on four tra- dates with him? Yeah, though to be fair, I wasn't trying to still talk to someone so far away and would have broken it off anyways and interested to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Long distance is the bane of my existence. Well, I think we kind of disputed that a little bit. What do you think, Mateo? Well, I'm in and out of long distance relationships and they do suck. I mean, you want to be next to somebody, but also she went on four dates with this guy. Yes, if you go to New York, slide back into his DMs and fuck him. It doesn't mean there's too much expectation. She's too like, if I see him, like, should I bring my wedding dress if I see him? <laughs> it's like, bitch, you're going to be out in New York. Just go fuck him and have a good time and head back to New York. God. Here, here's the problem, and you're exactly right. And let me put it in a different kind of context. This is This is an email about taking it too personally. This guy is not taking things as personally as maybe you would. You right. come back to town and you say, hey, I'm in town. I broke up with my boyfriend. Would love to get together. He's not thinking like, you think of me as just some wench in New York City that you can spill your seed onto? Like, that's not how he's thinking. How he's thinking. <laughs> it's exactly right. It's like, and, and I do think she she might not feel this way, but I think a lot of women in that position might feel that way where they go, Oh, look who's back in town just looking to fuck because they're leaving again. Like, I think she's putting too much of maybe her sensibilities or friends of her sensibilities onto this guy. To me, if I had a woman say to me, yeah, that actually ended and we had a history, I'd be like, this could be a fun weekend. This could be. But that's, again, to back to the word personal, which is the theme of this email. You have to realize what Mateo's saying is that's how a guy is going to see this. You're back in town? That's fun. Like the, the idea of this being more than just a weekend of fun and casualness is something that could happen, but it probably won't. If they were, you know, you know what I mean? It's, yes. It's a, here's the thing. The mindsets are two different mindsets. Her mindset is I'm going to go to New York, so I must let him know that I'm done with my ex. I'm going to see him. And now she wants to spend the whole weekend with him and have mm. him play tour guide to her in New York and have this affair, right? So it's sure. already putting a lot of weight on it. His mind, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's in New York. If she shows up and doesn't say I'm with my boyfriend, they'll fuck. If she says I broke up with my boyfriend, they'll fuck. I mean, it's not like, to me, it doesn't have to be to that me, big of a deal. To me, what she has to be wary of is if she can handle how he might view her. And how he might view her is in the way that I think you or I might view a someone coming into town in the same way. We go, wow, this could be a fun weekend that offers an out. You know, if if I don't right. want to, if I if I don't want to like keep it going, and it's someone that, and he's as she wrote, he's watching your story, liking your posts. I, you know, he's doing those things because he's friendly to you. He didn't take it too personally. He's going, listen, love and loss, and you know, whatever we, you know, whatever happened happened, and he's Watch, like, I'm still here. Her. 
She's like, I'm coming to New York. He's like, I just got job transferred to <laughs> Uganda. Oof, it's far. It's and far. your mom says she's coming too. That's why she hasn't answered your calls. Sorry. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. I love this question because I feel like in the gay community, this is like a ver- much more of an applicable option than it is in the straight community. And you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. You ready? Sure. Yeah. Dating, setting hinge for vacation spot. Papa JT, thank you for your amazing... Straight people are wild. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I think in the gay community, if you set it for your vacation spot, or you don't even need to, there's you don't have to get ahead. Like She's like, let's get to the email. Hold on. Okay, thank okay. you for your amazing dating advice and all the ha's. I listen to you on my walks every morning and often embarrassingly laugh to myself loudly while walking past people. Saw you in Chicago and you killed it. Thank you. Here's my question. I am taking a trip to NYC in October. Boy, the, the whole world's coming here. Okay. With hopes of moving there within the next six months. Recently, I switched my location. On I was friends with this girl in San Francisco and I need to get out. <laughs> Recently, I switched my location on Hinge to the city in hopes of meeting someone before I head for vacation and or moving. Is this bad form? Is it okay to change your location for a vacation or a potential move? And if so, how do you breach the topic? Right now, it is listed in my profile that I'm planning to move, but I don't know if this is a major turnoff. Any thoughts would be uh, incredibly helpful. Sincerely, Big Apple single and ready to mingle. What do we think? I think that this is the most pointless email I've ever heard in my entire life. She wasted her fingers last bit of energy. I mean, (laughs) what the hell is this question? Well, well, explain that, please. Why does this why does this make you roll your eyes so much? I understand what she's saying. She she's like, what are the pitfalls of me having my location to not? What do you mean? What are the pitfalls? You're going to be on vacation. and want to meet someone. Switch it to New York City for a couple days. What is this? Do women have this like extreme heavy expectation of men like whomever they come in contact with in any way, shape or form, whether it's Hinge, Instagram, Facebook or a letter in a bottle that there is a ring at the other end of that message? Like what? Have a good time. I don't want to speak for women, but I get a lot of female emails on this podcast. I've read through many emails in my days. In my day, I've read. So I will say, I think that there's a fear of emotional hurt. I, I think that's what they're avoiding more yes, than. I don't think they're trying to, the to get. I know. Well, that's the thing. You you can't <laughs> avoid emotional disappointment. You're. But it, she's, I guess. I guess let me let me just correct myself. I'm not saying that I'm void of emotional pain. I've been through a lot of physical and emotional pain in my life. Sure. However, I'm saying is there seems to be this sense of not allowing oneself to just like just because you switch your hinge to New York City, there does not have to be any outcome of that. You can just simply look. You yeah. owe no one a response. You owe no one a drink. You owe no one to go out. You are allowed to just say you- what's happening in New York City. And that's it. You owe nobody a New York City residency. You no. and 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 I think what you're saying is totally correct. Where it's like set your look and like this person had the ability to write a very well written email to us. So that means you have the ability. If someone says, well, "Let's go out for drinks next week," you say, "Hey, actually, I'm living in you know Des Moines right now, and I'm moving." And to New by York the way, City. when I used to be on Grinder, I got that all the time. Hey, what are you up to? Oh, I'm just visiting right now. Or if the profile was say just visiting. 
all right, it doesn't mean I can't say hi, how are you? You know, it, there's nothing wrong with one having fun. I, I think what I'm trying, the message I'm trying to get across to this girl is relax. Yeah. Just have some fun. Be easy on yourself. Switch your hinge to New York City. Yes. And chit chat with a couple guys. No pressure. You don't want to meet. You meet someone you like. You want to get a drink. Maybe in six months you see him again. But there doesn't have to be this wildly over expectation of if I switch it to New York City, I'm in, baby. Here, like here's what here's what I would here's what I would ask myself. If I went on a date with someone that turned into nothing, would that ruin my week? Would that ruin my would, I, would that ruin my life? No. Then get the fuck on there. If I went on three also, dates with someone, let me explain something to her. The longest relationship I've had in New York City is making eye contact with a man on the train for two stops. <laughs> so yeah, she needs to get the expectation out of the way down. She thinks she's going to go on dates in New York City. Then you're not ready to move to New York City. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Stitch Fix. Introducing Stitch Fix Freestyle. When you crack open your closet, does it whisper back to you? Does it scream your taste? Is it does is, is your closet looking at you going, Mandy, your closet beckons. I am the motorcycle jacket that makes your dreams come true. I don't know why I made your closet a ghost. But does it does it do that? No. Well, you need to try Stitch Fix Freestyle, a shop that evolves along with your taste. Freestyle learns what cuts fabrics and fits you like best. Like a virtual BFF, she curates looks for you. It's a one-stop destination. Stitch Fix combines hundreds of brands. And since Freestyle knows all about you and the way you like a high-waisted button fly front pant, you can shop everything from basics, outerwear, and high-end designer looks for a night out on the town all in one place. Get all the benefits of a personal concierge totally for free. There's no subscription required and they throw in free shipping, returns, and exchanges. It's all in one hassle-free personal shopping service. Here's what I love about Stitch Fix Freestyle. All of us are hard on ourselves. It's true. You get, you genuinely get the same things. Even when you think you're going outside of your box, you're not really. And what Stitch Fix does, it has another person say, try this, give this a shot. And then they send it to you. And you can try it on in your own home with your own mirrors. This ain't, you know, the, the, the store mirror, the store lighting. No, you can see what it looks like in the comfort of your own home amongst your other things. You like it, you own it, you take it. If not, you send it back. There we go. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash JTrain. Try Stitch Fix Freestyle. Stitchfix.com slash JTrain. Get out there and look your best at stitchfix.com slash JTrain. The JTrain podcast is brought to you by Talkspace. I, mental health therapy, it's so important, especially right now. The last year, couple years, it's just been a mental roller coaster. And you know what? For me, the hardest part about trying anything like getting into therapy and working on my mental health is kind of the mountain that seems to grow in front of me of where do I even start? Who do I even ask? Who can I, what do I, Google therapists? Like that's not even what I want to do. And you get in your own head and you say, uh, this is too much. I'm not going to do it. And that's why Talkspace is unbelievable. Getting unbiased feedback and advice from a licensed professional can be refreshing and actually rewarding. And now it's simple with Talkspace. Talkspace is, uh, you can talk to a therapist anytime on any device from the comfort of home. See, 
There's no office to go into. There's no Googling. There's no, it's, you're at your house on any device you use and Talkspace's therapy on your schedule. It, it's an amazing concept. Uh, you can sign up online and start therapy the same day as you sign up. See, there's no, ah, uh, we don't have an appointment for three weeks. No, 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 start that day. Send and receive unlimited messages with your therapist in the app. Schedule live video sessions with your therapist from anywhere. Your therapist will help you set goals and hold you accountable to make sure you're actually progressing. Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including depression, anxiety, relationships, and more. It's therapy for the 21st century, just for my listeners. Start feeling better with a single message. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com. Make sure you use the code JTRAIN to get $100 off your first month and show your support for this podcast. That's $100 off when you use code JTRAIN at Talkspace.com. Before we get into this email, I just want to let you guys know a little bit of a trigger warning. It deals with death. It deals with suicide. So if anyone wants to skip ahead, uh, we'll have the timestamps in the description. But just wanted to let you know before we get into this email, there is going to be dealing with loss and death. And I want to make sure you guys are fully prepared. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mateo Lane. At Mateo Lane. Go follow. He's fantastic. Always love having... Mateo on the show. I hope I, I'm not I, ruining the energy. I always get I think, curious when I read this I think I think you're bringing the energy. I think you're the thing people needs to hear. You know, I, I do because I hear what you're hearing. It's like, you know, they're tiptoeing into dating and you can't do that. You, you can't tiptoe into fun. You're not going to have a good time. Like, it's just going to be. Um, well, it's also prefacing everything with um, I'm going to start everything I do with a, a, a dash of drama. Mm, like mm. there really is only so we only have so much mana getting back to video game talk <laughs> we only have so much energy that we can give out in the world and so if you start everything instead of an optimist point of view with a how do i seek and find the drama because obviously there's a lot of people that only know how to go through life on yes. drama if i enter this room who's the problem if i do this show who's the problem if i meet this person who's the problem if i go on a date who's the that people do look at life that way. Your so life sounds, your life doesn't have to be a real housewives episode. And that's right. kind of what they're looking for. You it know, every just be what it is. Let's life. do this one. How how to take it to from DM to IRL date. I really thought that was a sexual term for a split second. I was like, oh my god, we're talking about double <laughs> penetration for a second. Woo! Uh, how do you go baby. from how do you go from DP to regu regular vaginal sex? Oh, okay, uh, okay, no, no. How do you go from DM now to this IRL? I can day? feel. <laughs> Jared Shelby, an esteemed guest. Thanks for all the haws over the years. Your podcast really put a lot of things into perspective for me around dating and relationships. Long story short, in 2019, I broke up with my ex, and shortly after, I got a DM from a guy who I went to undergrad with. He asked me to be his wedding date to a family wedding that was a week away. I thought it was weird because I didn't know him well, but you could tell from IG that I was single because I deleted all my pics of my ex. I didn't go to the wedding since we agreed it was too soon. Anyways, we know each other through Greek life. During the time in 2019, I wasn't looking to meet up or even date. I should have communicated that, but I didn't. He did ask me on Sunday morning coffee once before COVID, and I canceled last minute because of nervousness. Now it's 2021. 
We DM back and forth since 2019 till now. He has my number. He responds to all my stories. Now I'm looking to date and get out there. Should I just shoot my shot and ask him out? Do I DM him, text? What do I even say? Do I Did I lose my opportunity to go on an IRL date? Or is he just keeping me in casual land or looking for a pen pal? I would love to go on a date with him, and I wasn't ready back but now I back then, but now I am. Any thoughts and opinions, any advice? What do we think? Just keep stringing him along. <laughs> just don't go. Just, just talk that, to him forever. It. Just keep only talk to him on Instagram Live. That's it. Nothing else. <laughs> Next. I love hearing people answering their own questions as sure. they're asking you. I mean, what this person? This person doesn't need advice for whether they should reach out or not. They know they have to reach out. They need advice for what happens after they reach out. Because listen. We all have these people or had these people or will have these people. The person you're DMing with on and on and on and you don't even know why. And you don't even know what you want to do with it. And we have to admit to that first. All of us have to be a little bit vulnerable with ourselves and say, I don't know why I DM this person. I just do. Like, and, and I haven't even thought of a date or where this will go. And you have that, I have that, and everyone listening has that somewhere in their lives, whether it was years ago or it's, you know, right now. What they need to understand is that at some point we all have to let these people go. At the, it, they're not going to be around forever. Like what you said in the beginning, like just keep DMing forever. Like, yeah, until you die, until mm-hmm. you, you'll be on your deathbed being like fire emoji response. Like you're going <laughs> to... L O and then they get it low. What do you, what do you think they mean by low? <laughs> Does that mean they want to go out lower? Uh-huh. You know, so so it's like I do think they need to message whenever they're ready. Hey, um, and you need to be direct, and you have to then realize that if you don't get a date. You can't just go back to DM land. You have to realize this will never happen. This will never be serious. If you can't get to date one, you're not getting to date 12. And you need to put it aside and you need to unfollow and get well from them. And I'm saying get well for a reason. These people are a sickness. DMing Mm. with someone that you have no plan on seeing is a sickness that I just admit to having. You need to get well from them and you need to unsubscribe, unfollow, and do it for yourself, not because you hate this person, but because, hey, you got a little farther ahead than they are willing to go or they're willing to ever go. That's it. I think that the internet is just the land of abstraction. And so when because everything's so accessible, you don't have to actually pick up a phone and call somebody anymore. Mm. Everyone lives in this kind of purgatory of like, you know, I can just DM. It's like the new cigarette. It's just something to do. Totally. You know, it's something to entertain me. And so now we've developed, instead of one person we're DMing that we want to meet, there's seven people we're DMing. And maybe we'll pick one or two of them to actually go out and meet in real life. So it sounds to me like if they really were interested in this person, they would go meet them, but they're just sort of bored. And so maybe, I mean, go get coffee, fine, whatever. But it's, to me, it just sounds like they're bored. That's, I mean, that's the answer, but, it's, but let's find out. Let's get there. Send the text. Hey, I've been having a great time DMing with you over these years. I'm actually free this week. We should get a drink. Let me know where and when, and I'm down. That's as simple as it could be. And you said they have your number. They have the ability to use a phone. They can make a date. And if they don't, they won't. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Roman. Oh, it is so easy 
to ignore ED. Because what we do, we blame everything else. We think we're not the one. Oh, I had a couple drinks. Uh, this is just that one time. But ED is out there and it's it's happening to a lot of you know men and you got to take care of it. And that's where Roman comes in. It's easy to take care of. Go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Here's what, I, here's what I love about Roman. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. So let's say it, this is something, it's peace of mind. Because right now, maybe it is oh, you had a couple too, uh, couple too many, and that's why you couldn't get it up. Maybe that's what it was. Or maybe it's ED. At least you know. If So if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting, simple, getting started is simple. Getting simple started. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash JTrain and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash JTrain now. You'll get $15 off your first month. It's time to take care of your ED. Get started today and you'll save $15 on your first order. That's getroman.com slash JTrain. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mateo Lane at Mateo Lane. Go follow, go watch his shows. He's fantastic. You're going to love him if you don't already. I like this title. You By ready? the way, I look like the V for Vendetta mask. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Am I in love with him or his dead best friend? Excuse me? <laughs> I knew you were going <laughs> to. That's the title. I mean, we get serious. This could get serious. I don't know what this says. You ready? Mm-hmm. Am I in love with him or his dead best friend? Uh. Love the pod. Uh, I'm writing to you on a Wednesday. This entry is fueled by alcohol and Van Leeuwen. That's an ice cream place. I don't know. Some people might not have that in their town. I, okay. By the way, I do not like their ice cream. I'm saying that out loud right now. So is it pronounced Van Leeuwen or Van Leeuwen? Van Leeuwen. I thought it was Van Leeuwen. My friend said Van Leeuwen today. This actually came up today. And I was like, I'm so embarrassed. I've been calling it Van Poopin because it makes my stomach churn a little bit. And yeah. in reference to Van Leeuwen, it's funny that I'm more embarrassed by the pronunciation of Van Leeuwen that, than that I call it Van Poopin. Okay. <laughs> since, gradu- <laughs> since graduating high school in 2013. Okay. We got to go, go way back. I was best friends with a girl. We'll call her Hope. Okay. Hope was keen on a guy whom she lost her virginity uh, junior year in high school. We'll call him David. Since she was obsessed with David, I default, I by default had to entertain his friend in group settings. This wasn't the worst thing because I loved his friends, especially Charlie and Sean. I quickly became very close with them. Sean and I had an on and off, will they, won't they relationship. Very cute and spicy, but remained good friends throughout. Sean proclaimed his love for me uh, many times, but it was often not always unrequited. Uh, in so many words, I'm saying we never loved each other at this at the same time, but had copious amounts of love for one another. Okay, that, I don't even know what that means. They didn't fuck. I'm assuming. Right. Years later, uh, they didn't. They weren't high school sweethearts by any means. Years later, in February 2018, Sean tragically passed away in a skiing accident. Oh my God, my eyes are watering even writing this part of the email because I never got to say goodbye. Unfortunately, Hope and I had a falling out the prior years, so the closest relationship I had to Sean were David and Charlie. 
Being incredibly heartbroken and distraught, me, David, and Charlie bonded together like glue. We commiserated about how devastated we felt uh, in Sean's absence. I cried myself to sleep for months. I'm sorry. October of 2020 rolled around, and Charlie committed suicide. Oh, my God. This email, it keeps going downhill. David and I were beside ourselves. At this point, I was in a relationship, but unsure if this guy was right for me, right fit for me. I've never been one to cheat, but I was in excruciating emotional pain and needed someone to connect with. David was the only other person in my life who knew both Sean and Charlie on a personal level, so we sought solace in one another and made out after Charlie's wake. Girl. Okay. Oi. Blanche is, Devereaux I, from the Golden Girls. <laughs> this guy, this keeps getting heavier and heavier. I'm letting... I proceeded to break up with my boyfriend and started dating David immediately thereafter. David and I had always adored one another but could never act on it out of respect for Hope and Sean. Sadly, with Sean dead and Hope out of the picture, David and I dated for about three months from November 2020 to January 2021 until I ghosted him. I'm super fucked up for doing that to my child. You shouldn't friend. use that word, by the way. Uh, yeah, that, that's a bad choice. Based off the email. Okay, I... <laughs> I'm super fucked up. <laughs> I I hope no one thinks that we're being. I, I we understand the seriousness of this email, but I mean that might have been funny. Once I tell my story, they're not going to be mad at me. It's like, I, okay, okay, go, but I couldn't help myself. I've broken up with every single guy I've ever dated. I'm unsure why. I've broken up with every, uh, my mom told me at an early age I would likely be a man eater. Unbeknownst to me at the time, that was not a compliment. That's a weird thing for a mom to tell her kid. Um, yeah, there seems to be a lot of issues here. So should I, now she's asking, should I reach out to David as a friend because of the one-year anniversary of Charlie's death is coming up and he, being an emotional guy, needs support? Or should I leave it alone and never speak to him again because I presume he still has feelings for me? I know David was never my guy friend. He merely was waiting until he had a chance to make a move. And Lord knows he got his chance once Sean died. Ah, that's a weird way to end this email. But I want someone who I want someone who understands my heartbreak. And he's the only person who understands the pain I carry firsthand. And I find it extra difficult to let him go, even if it's in his best interest. SOS signed a cold and broken hearted betch. Well, let me can I start before you tell you, Mateo, before Please, we get into it. It takes a weird turn in this email because you're saying you've made a lot of assumptions. David was merely waiting until he had a chance to make a move. Like, I don't think he was waiting for the death of friends to make a move on you. And I, uh, I, I think you're making you're, when she says that it kind of lessens his emotional need for her in that time. Under, because in her, she's like, well, we emotionally need each other. So that's why I went to him and him. It's, I'm, he's waiting to make a move. And it's like, that's not really fair. And, and then to write, but I want someone who understands my heartbreak. And he's the only person who understands uh, the, what I, the pain I carry. Um, but then she also wrote, or should I leave it alone and never speak to him again? Because I presume he still has feelings for me. You don't know that either. He, you don't know what's going on. You know, I would say first and foremost, this is maybe something to go over with a professional. Mateo and I are not a professional. You've dealt with a lot of pain. I would seek out professional help because they have the tools to help you through this. All we can do is commiserate and try and empathize and try and talk from our own position. So, Mateo, what do you got to say about this? I was going to make really good puns. Um, right before the <laughs> pandemic, my first friend that I made in New York City, and we were on and off romantically and then just became best friends for... 10 years committed suicide. 
and so it was sorry. like maybe how dare you it is your I- fault so um <laughs> so i found out tragically because I, and I was the last person to speak to him and i knew something was up and a week after we had spoken i got an email from him and i it was a suicide letter and Come on. i for, I know, which is so him, he would so this schedule is... his own death. He scheduled everything. So, of course, he'd schedule his own death. But he sent out an email to be sent the week after he died to five people. So that's Come, how oh, I found... Hold on. Yes. Talk about... I mean, that is the spookiest thing in the... When you saw the name pop up on your email, what was your first... Did your stomach drop? Well, I saw him emailing. I thought, why is he emailing me like why would he call her from text? the great beyond <laughs> you know like <laughs> actually it came yeah, it just came in my room like with you know like the chains you know like in um, like a scrooge or whatever so um I remember, <laughs> i'd be like stanley what are you doing but i, I left something in your apartment he did yeah. he left a, he left some clothes that i still have you can keep them <laughs> What if I brought it back to the <laughs> memorial? And does, do you think he'll need these? <laughs> I, we kid because we love. Okay, so uh, yeah, I think people get can e- grieve death however they want. But anyway, I got the email. I didn't understand that he had killed himself, and so I tried calling him to pick up. And then I tried. By the way, I called the suicide hotline because they're supposed to be helpful. I waited forty minutes on hold and thought I'm going to kill myself if no one picks oh up. God. Like this is a fucking miserable. So then my mom was like, call the police and uh, put it. So I know where, what street lives. And I can't remember his exact address, you know, because I just know the apartment. Mm-hmm. So I looked up his name for the white pages. And the first thing that came up in Google was a GoFundMe for his brother for um, to raise money for the funeral. So I connected. And this is someone, you know, what's interesting. Sorry to interrupt. It's interesting that you meet people in New York City and they could pass away and their whole family back home would have no idea that you're someone important to them to even connect with. That's right. Because Isn't that insane? But that's a very New yeah. York City thing. Like it, it, it yes. feels very much like, cause you could meet people here. Like I have friends here that their family doesn't know that I exist. Like it's a like high school mm-hmm. friend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, New York is a weird way of maintaining relationships because everything is so disconnected. And ours was a disconnected relationship in the sense that we were friends, but he wasn't friends with my friends and I wasn't friends with his friends. Mm-hmm. So well, I get the point I'm trying to make is um, right after the pandemic hit and I didn't have a chance to grieve his death. And it was a year later and his ex reached out to me and said, do you want to go out to dinner to celebrate his life? It's been a year since he died. Then it all came crashing down on me. I mean, I was bawling and laughing mm. at the same time. It's so weird to cry and laugh at the same time. And, um, you know, I think whenever there's death and there's a sudden death, everyone individually has to sort of separate themselves from that situation and, and really work on themselves. And sometimes leaning on other people just because it's an emotional support can be misleading. I mean, it sounds mm-hmm. to me like she and he both have a lot of healing to do and a lot of they have they need to go through a lot of different processes and grieving shows up in many different ways for me it didn't show up until a year later so it's best to not you know her email was very much like he's the only one who understands my pain should i get back together with him 
to me reads as like, I think she needs time alone. Not alone in the sense of lock yourself in a room like that girl from San Francisco, but it's like, just process this death and deal with professionals and... I think we're dancing around the same thing. That's why I brought up like seeking out professional help, like, because you got to fit, you know, you, this is, it starts with you. You know, when you ghost someone who you got together with because you guys leaned on each other after a death that you guys shared, that's something that's now you're going through your thing while maybe hurting someone else. Like, you know, so when you deal with a professional, like they'll be able to give the tools for you to go, here are the things I need to do. And I, and then I think the the next step is apologizing for the ghosting. I can't, yeah. I don't think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's going directly to him and be like, so the year anniversary is coming up. Say, like nothing ever happened. I think you have to, again, that goes back to you taking care of your own things. That's you and him that have your, you know, don't I mean, this ghost is my, him. Don't yeah, you gotta unghost the situation. Me. So yeah. like I, I think that needs to be apologized for. I think you need to explain like, you know, what you were going through with that. And I think it's I think that's like a step in the right direction. When you say like he's probably not over me and he um he needs the support because he's an emotional guy. Well, you haven't seen him in a year. You know, mm-hmm. you don't know what he's going through or who he's leaning on because he might be leaning on other people. I don't know what you, what social media interactions you guys have or if you've seen him, you know, from afar. But I think it's I think it starts with what Mateo's saying. Like, you have to take this as a personal thing that you're going through still to say that you're reaching out to him to help him out because he's an emotional guy and needs support. Well, you need support. You need to mm-hmm. go and speak with friends and family and you know, professional counselors that can help you out. And I think it starts with that. I, I can't tell you, it's a very tragic story that I'm reading. I can't tell you, you know, how to go through that, but I can say that based on your email, it seems like you've, everything's out of order for me when I read. Yeah. It. She will feel better if look again, doing the right thing doesn't make me making other people happy. So she needs to start by apologizing to her friend and saying, we can be in communication. I haven't dealt with my grieving yet. I don't feel comfortable being in a relationship. However, I am comfortable being a friend with you mm-hmm. and start there, you know, start by making amends with the things that are in your control, regardless of his response, you know, whether he's mad or happy or wants to get back together, it really has nothing to do with the meaning behind you apologizing because it's about you getting yourself back on a journey and a path of, of, of self-help. Totally agree. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mateo Lane at Mateo Lane. Let's do uh, some screenshot emails. You ready? I was going to say whoever's emails after that one. Good luck. You know, I'm so I mean- upset because my boyfriend <laughs> broke up with me after two dates and didn't like my dinner. It's like, well, bitch, no one died. <laughs> Everyone is dying in this other town. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is this the one you sent okay. me? This is called check in on the cry baby. Okay. So this is not what you sent me. I sent you two. Right. Is this one of them? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay. I'm sorry. It's called check in on the cry, baby. Okay. Uh, Just experienced perhaps the most awkward encounter in my dating history. I've been on four dates with this guy within the last three months. Typically, he's been traveling, so haven't been able to see each other. Context, we also didn't really chit-chat between those those dates, the spread up, those spread up... Can we start writing these <laughs> like in a normal? Let me start again. I've been on. Uh, 
Just experienced perhaps the most awkward encounter of my dating history. I've been on four dates with this guy within the last three months. Typically, he's been traveling, so hasn't uh, so haven't been able to see each other. Context: We also didn't really chit chat between those the spread apart dates. Okay. Tonight, after not seeing each other for uh, for a month, I had dinner with my date at a moderately priced restaurant. When the bill comes. I do the fake pump, and then he pays the bill. Two entrees, two cocktails, nothing extravagant. Since it was early in the night, he asked uh, what we wanted to do next, insinuating he wants to go to mine and boink. So I say I can't do that tonight, but would be happy to spend more time together and get another drink or coffee or dessert. He then says he doesn't want anything. So I said, I guess the night is over then, since I have to get up early and we should make plans for another day. Sounds like a weird ending to this date. Like I, uh, I guess it's over then. Like I, I, it sounds like two people that don't really like each other that much. Yeah, or it sounds like they have different intentions. This is when this man's eyes well up and face contorts. So I'm like, "Are you okay?" And he said he wanted to be honest, and and he's offended. He wanted to be honest, and he's offended I didn't pay, and he's upset because he really likes me, and this isn't how a relationship should work. Instead of causing any, I mean, this is crazy. Instead of causing any scene, I asked him to walk outside with me. I told, I told noted, uh, I told, he only said he was upset when I said I wasn't going, he only said he was upset when I said I wasn't going to let him sleep over tonight. And then he brings up the bill only after that was really alarming. He goes on the defense and said he wishes I thought higher of him. And that's not what he meant. Oh, he's he's manipulative. Yeah, he said he's paid for the last four dates. Oh, he's keeping score. I've paid for mine at least one time, and I have always fake pumped or or offered, and he's not made of gold. I told him he should have asked if we could split, and I'm sorry. He said a gentleman would never ask for a woman to pay, so now I'm at a loss. He walks me to my apartment. Well, a gentleman also doesn't go outside of a bar and cry, so what is that? Yeah, a gentleman doesn't also get, get upset with someone when they don't pay to let them know that they're not being like, this He's is trying crazy. to manipulate her into feeling bad for him. So she'll fuck him. I truly That's don't think I've done anything wrong and no one has ever been upset by the fake pump. I think her even calling it the fake, pump, she's got to stop calling it the fake pump. I understand that is the, the joke and what people do, but like you would have paid if he had asked. That's the reality. If he said, let's split it. You felt good about him paying for the bill and that's okay too but like also to be fair this has nothing to do about the payment this is him and manipulating her emotionally trying to get fucked it's not about pain my defense is that we haven't seen each other that many times and the fact that i've paid in the past makes this whole situation pretty confusing anyways what let me let me what you both think about this mess but also if men should always pay for dates or if we're good for halvesies if going dutch resets after you've seen someone in a while so she sends the text let's take a look i'll be him you Okay, Who I'm going to be? be him because he sounds like he's kind of like Eastern European or something to me. You be him. Okay. Hey, sorry if anything came across the wrong way. Still had very nice time and hope not the last. Go home safe. That's why I think he's foreign because he didn't say get home safe. He said go home safe. Go home. It's a weird way. Go home right. safe. <laughs> yeah. Go safe home, you. Um, last thing. Look, I feel if we are going to make things right, could we share tonight? She writes back, What? Would that be okay to get on nice grounds? I think I'm okay for tonight. Question mark? Oh, sorry if you misunderstood. I'm just asking because it's the fourth date. Can we divide the bill? Sure. What's your Venmo if that would make you happy? 
My Venmo is please fuck me at Venmo.com. <laughs> so we'll okay, blur it out, that, but that he, he gives his he gives his Venmo. Um and then he responds to her, sure, what's your Venmo if you would make that happy? If that's what would make you happy. He responds to that. Oh we oh my god, I didn't even see this part. <gasps> yeah. He sent so, his Venmo. So he sent his Venmo, and then he, he responds to her, sure, what's your Venmo if that would make you happy? He responds to that. Don't take it like that, Olivia. Unhappy face. Thank you. Considering I don't know how much it upset you, just so you know, I would still very much like to go on shit with you. I'll let you text me, and we will do something, if so, in Manhattan. Yeah, this is bad. What do you think? I mean, I I think he's a fucking the, psycho. She should block him and not talk to him again. It's it's the the I mean, the way they both talk about it. I'm not I'm not going to put this on her. He's an asshole. The idea that he's dangling dates that he had to pay. The the idea that he's going, I'll pay for the date. Want to go back to your place? And then you're like, no. And he goes, well, let's talk about how much this date costs. That is a horrible course of events. That is grounds enough to show you what he's after, how he's relating money to what he deserves in some aspect. So you want to get far away. I will say they're both doing a four dates in three months. And he's like, I'd like to go on a fifth date. And then when he when she writes, I could do like when when he offers, let's go to your place. And she's like, no, but I will do another drink or dessert or coffee. It's like you two are just not happening. They're not compatible. No. Um, she did nothing wrong. Now, there is a separate conversation outside of the situation where you could talk about how do men and women divide money on dates. That's a separate conversation. Inappropriate the timing that he brought it up. And I don't think context-wise belongs in their situation. I think he used that as his last sort of hoorah to try and get fucked and try yeah. to emotionally manipulate her. However, mm-hmm. he doesn't seem very smart and she should not have paid him. I mean, like she was doing no. it for the for the principle of the matter, but um he sounds like a huge piece of shit. Here's the other thing. Here's the big the, to me agreed on everything you said. A very problematic thing in this to me and what says a lot about the the ego and the and the confidence of this guy is look i feel like if we're gonna make things right could we share tonight to get back on nice grounds like the idea that him paying for a date where he didn't have sex at the end and then he needs to get back on nice grounds that is a bad sign for how this person is is really like stuck in their own pride moment where if they don't they got to get something out of something and it's like that is let that but let someone else deal with that pile of shit right yeah j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com here with mateo lane at mateo lane go follow immediately so funny let's do this real quick and then we'll get out of here you ready okay okay yeah okay Huge fan of the pod, have rated, reviewed, subscribed, told all my friends about it. I basically got dumped by my situationship, and I need your help and advice. I'll get right to it. I 
21-year-old female, met a guy, 29-year-old male from Hinge in June. We had an amazing first date, immediately hit it off. We continued going on dates one to two a week and waited about six dates to have sex. I started to really like him and introduced him to all my friends with whom he got along really well despite the age gap. You might roll your eyes at this, but my friends and I are very mature for our age and act a lot older than we are. He moved to my city. In we the are rolling the... our eyes at that. Yeah. The... <laughs> and you will too when you're 30. Yeah, and it's also like... The jump from 21 to 25 in just things is just a jump. And and I know you're mature. I know you guys wear blazers when you go out and you're very old. Well, everybody thinks they're mature when they're young because they don't have the experience of being older. So why else would they think otherwise? He moved to my city in the beginning of the summer. Okay, that's important. You met on Hinge in June. You moved to your city in the beginning of summer. So the, the timelines match up as far as you know, when you guys started dating and when he moved this, this is an important thing. Uh, moved to my city in the beginning of the summer to begin his residency program, which is four years. I am now in my last year of college and in the process of applying for law school uh, for fall 2022. This is relevant information for later on. Last Friday, we went to a concert with my best friend and her boyfriend, both of whom he has met a few times. <clears throat> I went back to his place after, had amazing sex. I slept over, had morning sex, then I got ready to leave because he had to get ready for work. After he walked me to the door, he said he would text me when he was out uh, out of work and see if we could meet out with our friends later that night. I was happy and excited to see him again. Well, he never ended up texting me, so I just assumed he got caught up with his friends, and I didn't want to bother him, thinking I would see him very soon anyways. Sunday rolls around, and still no text. Late Sunday night, I decided I would text him and see how the rest of this weekend was in hopes of him asking me to do something within the next day or two. I woke up on Monday to this text he attached. Okay. Um, Okay, so uh, you be her, I'll be him. Yes. Hey, how was the rest of your weekend? Hey, it was good. Although, if I'm being honest, something has been bothering me since Friday. Even though I had fun, when when Blank told me he was 20, it kind of made me feel out of place, much older. The next day, we had whole situation... The next day, we the whole situation made me feel really made me really take pause and consider whether or not this whole thing is viable, especially since I'm turning 30 soon. You might be leaving for law school, etc. I don't know if I'm getting too much in my head about it, but I need some time to just think things through and being intentional about what I want in my actions. Hey, that's sad to hear because I really enjoyed hanging out with you and talking to you. I do kind of think you're getting in your head about it. I never felt like too much. I never felt like you're too much older than me um, when we're just hanging out. And honestly, I never think about your age. But I guess I can't change how you feel. Take your time and thanks for being honest with me. Actually, not a bad response. It's a pretty good response. Um, and also, her response is is the response of a 21 year old in this situation. Like to her, she's like, "This is great." What, what's the difference? We like the same TV shows. But to him, I can understand where he's like, your friend said he was 20 and I had to buy him beer at the concert. Like, you know, like I can understand where he's coming from. Yeah, um, I'd be like, oh. like even I mean, if I, someone was 27, I'd be like, you're too I mean, relationships happen on the couch and in the real world. I can understand <laughs> how on the, cu- on the couch, it was great. 
I can understand that. I can understand how you got along. You had great sex. It was all hunky-dory. He's in college, too, because he's in residency. So there's like, you know, you're still in that kind of school mindset. He understands college. You know, I can understand why this all connected. I can also understand the minute you get out into the real world, you go to a concert, and this friend is like, hey, man, can you buy me a beer? My fake won't work. And you're like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? So I can understand that as well. I was extremely shocked by his text and had no idea he felt that way. He has known my age all along. Yeah, I don't doubt that he's known your age all along. Considering we met on Hinge and I talk about my classes, law school apps, law school applications frequently, we had an amazing time on Friday, and although he's almost 10 years older than my friends and I, we all get along very well and it never feels weird. I am really sad that he's ending this just because of my age. We always have amazing and intellectually stimulating conversations. He tells me how much he likes me, how the sex is the best he's ever had, how he uh, that he loves hanging out with me, how he thinks I'm so smart and beautiful, etc. Do you think my age is the real reason for him ending things? Or or is he just not that into me and it's an easy out? In his text, he also mentions that I'm possibly leaving for law school in a year. It's hard to believe that this is really a factor because I still have no idea where I'll end up and it will most likely be somewhere close. Also, since he is only uh, here for four years and wants to leave the city after residency is over, that aspect will always be an issue for him. What is he... Uh, is he not going to seriously date for four years since he knows uh, he will be leaving? I responded to the text a couple hours later. Um, and we saw her, te her text. He has still not responded to my text. Do you think he will? If it sounds like I should reach out, if, it, if he doesn't, should I reach out again or should I let it go? Am I, I am really sad about it since I actually really liked him. And he's the first guy that I've met uh, since my ex over a year ago that I could actually see myself with. I am sad that we have never got to talk about it. I really do not want to just let it go. But do you think I should? I would appreciate any advice, insight, and commentary. So what do you think? Can I feel this? Yes, please. It doesn't matter what he says if the ultimately if the as a whole he's saying this isn't going to work out it's not going to work out yeah i'm with you so you got to move on people give reasons i'm sure age is a part of the reason but also it's not about your age it's not about you and your age it's about him it, everyone's more of a narcissist than we want to believe that's right. This is about him dealing with becoming 30 and seeing his life with you, but really you are not, it's not as personal as maybe it feels. And I know it feels personal, but he's going, I'm looking out into the future. I'm looking at the future I want. I'm looking at where I am now in this relationship. Is this the right thing for me to be doing for me right now? Not for us. And you're thinking a little bit in terms of us. You're like, we go so great together. The best sex we've ever had. You know, he says all these things. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I understand that you're hurt. And I do think you should and reach by the out way, to Those just... things may be true. They may be great sex. He may feel those things. I don't deny that. But I agree with you. He's thinking him. He's and, thinking and him. To, and a 21-year-old is very hard to accept in someone who is actually a mature 30-year-old in their life. Totally. And listen, I, 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 I could understand how this was a fine relationship. I can understand that you guys are on the same page as liking each other, but it's just, I can also understand this guy being like, hey, this, I don't see how the logistics work out for me. I need to move on. And I do encourage this person to, you know, I, I think you guys could have a call. You could have a coffee. But what Mateo said in the beginning is the answer. Whatever he said, it was because he it's he's it's done for him. There's no changing this guy's mind. And if you do change his mind, it will be short lived. I don't think it'll be but I I think this is like this is how a relationship works. That you know, things end. You you take these things. My biggest advice is like 
you had a mature relationship. This might be your first mature relationship right. as a 21 year old. Right. Take the things, you know, if you enjoyed how he treated you, then that should be the bar for the right. next guy. And this is all kind of part of the learning experience. And I don't mean to like, I don't think I'm letting him off the hook. He took you on dates. He, he founds reasons to bail out. Here's but there the were reasons for him. Neither one of these people did anything wrong. I she agree. didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. She feels one way. He doesn't feel in that way. They don't agree on how they feel. So mm -hmm. unfortunately, it's not going to work out. But the person who wrote this, I really like, and they seem to respond very well. And they're thinking everything they're thinking is completely natural and normal. It's just the situation, unfortunately, is not going to work. Totally agree. J Trent podcast at gmail.com. Mateo Lane, thank you for coming on. Always a pleasure. Always fantastic. Everyone go follow Mateo at Mateo Lane on Instagram. Go, go, go. Go see his shows. Go do everything Mateo does you should be involved with at Mateo Lane. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails. Thursdays is Luxury Lounge. Get involved with that. Keep sending them. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.